0: Quick strategic thinking is crucial,
1: and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our
0: fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
2: I'm just going to, do you want to say it for for the cold open, or do you want me to? It's the fucking Catarina wine mixer,
0: baby. Ha! Ha!
2: Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. Uh, I'm not talking to the Touchline Media Group today because Spurs lost 1-0 to Burnley of all places. (laughs) And like, I just don't need that sort of negativity. So, you know, sometimes sometimes some group chats need to be muted. Uh, and I, was, no, we
0: need, you need to check in on Toby. Toby, how was Burnley? Like, was the weather okay? Oh. Did you make it all right
2: <laughs> there? Uh, t- so tap in Tobes, who is um, the, the guy uh, over at new order. One of the guys, uh, he may or may not have been on talk sport after the game. Uh, I'm not sure. We haven't confirmed that it's him, but it was caller Tobes or Toby. And it sounded like him <laughs> and nobody has heard from him. Uh we're recording right now 10:30 Eastern. Uh it's 5:30 or 6:30 GMT, uh or, or whatever time it is, 3:30 local in in London. Um, I haven't heard from him. I don't know if anybody else has. He did retweet something about bouncers sucking.
0: Uh so no. uh, uh I, that is sorry. that is for sports talking, that might be the best. Group chat I've ever been a part of, that like the Touchline Corporate group yeah. chat, just because there's such a diverse like array of fandoms. Usually, your fandoms kind of like coalesce over around. Like a lot of us are fr- fans of Michigan, as as Josh has pointed out before in group chats. Like we're our little circle is like Michigan and Michigan State fans, and like nobody outside of that circle really gave a shit was what Harbaugh was doing. So like having that many diverse like. There's Liverpool guys, there's Chelsea guys, there's Man U guys, there's Spurs got like there's enough there's enough diversity there to really just lay into each other. and it has been some phenomenal aftermatch tweeting. Or texting. Uh,
2: I would say the best part
0: of that that chat is that
2: it has been renamed business only like three times um, <laughs> which which does not uh, avoid anything. Speaking of business, uh, this episode is brought to you by the Smith Workforce Management Group uh who you can find at smithworkforce.com as well as whoever blue wire decides to put in uh they did o'reilly auto parts the other day which i think is the first time that we have shared a sponsor with the detroit red rings um (laughs) which is pretty cool uh we are joined by again like i I keep calling people like guests as if they're not on like every other episode but ben
1: you're a guest how's it going (laughs) i would efforting to be less of a guest and more of a regular but you know life and whatnot yeah, things happen. Um, so
2: we are here to talk about a whole bunch of things. Have happened uh, since we last recorded. Um, the headline is that there was an actual game. Is an actual game? Well, by the time you listen to this, was an actual game. Uh, we're at the. Does somebody have the live ticker? I'm I'm like a little bit behind. Sixty
1: seconds. 30, 63rd minute.
2: Okay, so uh, yeah, we're 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 in the the end stages of that one uh Mallory Pugh just put another one away that just happened on my screen
1: um so we can say garbage time but it's pretty close to garbage time
2: it's uh, in basketball the the (laughs) the walk-ons are like oh shit all right getting warm
0: warm. Darko us is warming up I was gonna say Darko's in right now
2: (laughs) he's not in but he knows he's gonna get in like I I say this as as an end of the bench guy on a very good team in high school um like you could tell about the mid-third quarter if you were if you were gonna get some run that game and I was getting run in this game. Uh, yes.
0: So yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. We only need to win one nothing. And when Katerina dropped in something from what, that was like the, that had to have been like the 16 yard line and she was at a 50 degree angle and just decided to pop one in. That's when I think people started warming up and that was still in the first half.
2: Yeah, that, that to me felt very like, and, and again, we try not to automatically compare the women to the men, but that was like, Hey, Clint Dempsey, you want to try some shit? Cool.
0: Uh, that was she, somebody who very much was feeling herself. It was just like, ah, this is—it's worth a shot.
2: Yeah, and and so we we talked about in the in the last episode about how like she's super talented. She probably should score some goals at some point. Uh, welcome to some point. She started scoring some goals.
1: Um, also, I want to talk. Kind of the fun thing about garbage time soccer is people just start trying ridiculous tricks, and that's that's always enjoyable.
0: Yeah. To be fair, this was this was a one nothing game right before half, right. and she. <laughs> so yeah. this is like the this is like the it's not quite Carly Lloyd trying one from sixty yards out, out up like 4 nothing, well, which I mean is my Neymar, all time.
1: Yeah, Neymar's doing that stuff no matter when as well. So there, there's exceptions to that rule.
2: It's probably worth pointing out that Katerina Macario was born in Brazil.
1: There you
2: go and 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 was there until she was like twelve <laughs> and became <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> and like became high- highlights of. Uh, what was that guy's name? Like Kerlon or something. He used to do the seal dribble, like carry the ball on his oh, head. Oh yeah. 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 And oh, then yeah. they just immediately would elbow him in the face. Yeah, <laughs>
0: sure. Um, and like, yeah, I- That's what would actually happen in D2, the Mighty Ducks. When Dwayne <laughs> tries that shit, somebody would immediately hit him.
2: Uh, that happens in D3, the Mighty Ducks, but we're talking about D2, the Mighty Ducks, because uh, Gunner Stahl and friends were on the other side of the pitch tonight. Um and like the end of D two, not the beginning of D two, uh, going well for the good guys. Um, we we've got we've got a, a trickster from South in in D two. It was Texas. Uh, in this, it is Brazil. Uh, we, we we've got uh, the the Wiley captain who's on the bench and, and coaching Rose Lavelle or Charlie Conway. Again, Rose Lavelle is good at soccer. Charlie Conway, right. very bad. At both soccer and hockey, um, I, I don't want to get derailed. You, by another you cannot you to say
0: with confidence that he is bad at soccer. You can assume. I can assume. There say, is absolutely no proof.
2: I'm just saying, if you're from Minnesota and you're bad at hockey, you're bad at soccer. Probably. Like, you, you, like you don't understand the way that this game works, uh, and and you should go try to play.
1: I don't know, American football. I mean, the fact that Mighty Ducks hasn't been redone as like a soccer movie is kind of appalling.
0: The, the big green it now. Yeah, the big green. Oh, <laughs> they did it. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I think okay. there was even some there's even some like crossover with actors, because like there's only a certain number of vaguely no, no. athletic children in yeah. the- No, no. no. You're the,
2: the 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 overlap there is that um it's the, great, the great hambino is the goalie in that, yeah. and then uh Luis Mendoza in the Mighty Ducks is also Kenny the Jet.
1: You know, it's funny. I know I've seen The Big Green, but it was completely gone from my memory until you just mentioned that movie. Yeah, I would have never remembered it existed.
2: Well, it's because it never comes up in the which child is the greatest athlete movie child athlete of all time. And the answer to that is Kenny the Jet rhetoric. Yes, I I will not
1: really. Again, Benny
2: the Jet. Jet. Why do I keep saying Kenny? (laughs) Oh, Kenny the Jet is 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 like Kenny Smith. Um, I've yes. been watching a lot of basketball. Don't talk about it on the pod. Don't worry about it. Uh, Benny, the Jet Rodriguez is the be- greatest, uh, child, child athlete of all time. Yeah. Yeah. No arguments. Good. Okay. Um, and number two, by the way, is De Nunez, um, who made it like to triple a, like he was, he was, although the, the fact that he never got a cup of coffee does make me wonder.
1: I feel like there's somebody obvious I should be missing or I should be bringing up here like team Wolf or something, but.
0: That doesn't count. Uh, We're not getting. Yeah. We're not getting to that. Bill Simmons bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also, I I consider high school athletes different than
2: kid athletes, because if high school athletes is the answer, then the best, I would say, movie high school athlete of all time is uh, the backup quarterback in Friday
1: Night Lights. What about rookie of the year? The kid who broke his arm and suddenly developed one hundred and five mile hour fastball.
0: That's performance enhancing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not good. It's not that. drugs. I,
2: I would say, I would say the, the only the only argument. And frankly,
1: it's baseball drugs are encouraged, right? <laughs> At oh,
0: that, that time, no. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, no,
2: no, no. That was that was mid '90s. Yeah, no, no, no. They were they were cool with it. Uh, but they would not allow them in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I would say the only kid movie uh, argument you have against uh, the kids from Sandlot uh, and Adam Banks would be um, the Ice Box from Little Jack.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, who but, but, is Gunnar Stahl?
2: No, no, Icebox is the girl.
0: Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the Yeah. The big yeah. bad guy yeah. is Gunter Saul.
2: Yeah. Um, who also plays the goalie in D3, anyways. That's a high school movie. Different movie entirely. Um, yeah, see, I, I feel like we're we're at the point in this 3-0 game against Iceland where like we're giving it the weight it's deserved. Uh America did the thing that we had been waiting for them to do, which is like, and like, look, they, they stunted on on New Zealand, but New Zealand had three own, New, New Zealand scored more goals than America did. and you can't really talk that much shit in that scenario Granted, all of those goals were against themselves Granted, but you didn't score as many goals as they did, you can't talk shit. This was the game where I was like hey, we're really much better than everybody else here, and we are going to show you why
1: um, A little weird watching a team that is not struggling to you know, create... Donald- yeah, break down a low
0: block. Yeah. Well, even and even on that goal that Katarina was trying that ridiculous shit on, like there was wide open space up top. Uh, whoever the, I don't know who the mid was hit her on a nice through ball. It um, was Muis. Or Muis, was it? it, it. it might have been. No, 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 it was. You're right. You're right. No, it was Mewis. Muis hit somebody on the left. Uh, the left winger with a nice it was through ball. Pew. Pew. Who then managed to like fumble the ball, but because the women are more talented than the men, she immediately managed to get it back then tried to cross, which missed, which usually for the men would spell absolute disaster and possibly a counter, but Katarina just chased it down and then turned around and then popped one over the goalie. So, like, yeah. it's, not only, it's not only wild watching a team that knows what they're doing most of the time, but also has yeah. the talent to make mistakes and then – make up for those mistakes. Like I always feel like for most of the men, if they make a mistake, that's it. That run is done. Whereas the women, like they make a mistake and it's like, okay, well, you know, we can how do we get We're out so of much this? better than ever,
1: all of you? It doesn't really matter that much.
0: And yeah. and maybe, maybe it is, and I don't know this, but maybe
2: uh the women have a certain amount of freedom to play the game. I don't know if that leads us to anything else.
1: That's a good segue. Asa.
2: Yeah, thanks. I, I, I guess there's something else we might want to talk about. Um, Eric Williamson uh, joined our, I'm going to say brother podcast, because um, putting us on the same level makes me feel good about myself. Uh, I know that they are aware of one of us. I will say that.
0: Um, Is it th- you? It's Wait, not. no, It's Ben. It's Ben
2: they follow you too they uh yes they do they do follow uh touchlines and touchdowns um i i don't know that they could pick us out of a, uh out of a hat uh <laughs> as like like one of their things is like they talk about their nines is like pull them out of a hat who cares i feel like we're in the strata podcast which
1: is yeah, like we're uh, in the, the, we're one of the nines yeah fine whatever uh, i like to believe in-
0: that in this country, that's not a good
2: thing. <laughs> not great. Uh, I like to believe we're probably the Jesus Ferreira of nines. As long uh, as we're not
1: as long as we're not Zardos.
2: No, I think probably like the Bobby Warshaw show is, is Zardos. Is that too on the nose? I still,
0: <laughs> no, I still think we're Zardos because I think we're the goofy ones. Is it, no, I,
2: I think that like we're yeah we're the goofy. All right, you can't pick <laughs> our
1: hair out from space. So I just got that going for us.
2: That is true. Um. So anyway, so Eric Williamson, uh, who we I, I feel like we've always been pretty complimentary and like supportive of like we, we've always liked the Eric Williamson idea. Um, and when he got hurt, we were not so happy. Oh, right. We need to talk about people getting hurt. We'll get there. Um, ah. So, yeah. Uh, so Eric Williamson uh, went on Scuffed and they asked him about Berhalter's system. And this came up because Scuffed had a really cool episode where they somehow got access to, a uh, John Herdman, who's the, uh, manager of Canada. They got, uh, access to like one of his like coaching clinics. Um, and it's a funny thing because like, it was like very secret and nobody knew how they got it. And in, um, like our other football, like, I just put it on YouTube. Like, like you you want to know what Nick Saban is doing. He'll tell you, doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to deal with it, but he'll let you know. Um, so anyways, Herdman talked a lot about how like we want to be free flowing. We want to let our guys do, you know, what they do. And Williamson was like, yeah, um, I've really struggled. I, you know, if you want to pull the quote, we can pull the quote, but um, basically what he said was like, I've really struggled. I've been in three camps. There are things about this that are incredibly complicated that I can't pick up on. It's very different than what we do at Portland. So I want to get out in front of the first thing, which is there is this idea that, that athletes are idiots. You are not an idiot. If you can play professional sports." It takes significant mental capacity outside of JR Smith. I see you looking at me, Stumpy.
0: It's not JR Smith, it's Gilbert Arenas. And we get that directly from uh, Richard Jefferson, (laughs) who had uh, been, I don't think, I don't know if you saw this, but. Gilbert Arenas complained about his draft position in the 2001 draft and he specifically called out Richard Jefferson, his teammate was, his in Arizona. College, yeah, college team. His teammate in Arizona. He was like, Richard Jefferson was the fourth option on our team. Like, why did he go 13th and I win the second round? And then Richard Jefferson posted a TikTok where he basically just called, just like goes on a two minute rant of Gilbert Arenas is a dumbass and told the NBA uh, person that was teaching us all this stuff that he wanted to be an international pimp. If you're going to tell the league that you're getting drafted by that you're going to be an international pimp, you're going to get passed by a number of teams.
1: And then I he, once he, had a student who was 11 or 12 tell the school guidance that his uh, career goal was to own a strip club. Uh, that see, That's, that's
2: uh, legal. Another way of putting that is that he wants to be a small business owner.
1: Yeah. That would put a smarter way to say it, yes.
0: Yeah, also I mean, a uh, sanitation consultant, <laughs> yeah. I assume. Yeah, well, one goes
1: with the other. (laughs) Good luck, yeah, yeah, wherever you're at these days.
2: (laughs) Uh, So anyway, so Eric Williamson, uh, I keep calling him Eric Williams uh, because there was a power forward in the NBA for years named Eric Williams, Eric Williamson. Um, And so basically he said that our idea has been dead-ass wrong. We have been dead-ass wrong on this podcast for a very long time. Greg Berhalter doesn't need a offensive coordinator he needs someone in the room slapping him and saying, Hey, what if we just gave the ball to Christian and then ran off of him? What if we did that?
1: So I'm of two minds here because so like the Williamson quote, I feel like is getting used to like beat Halter over the head. And then if you read the whole thing at the end, it's complimentary. Uh, Pew scored again, just
0: saying. Oh,
1: right. <laughs> in terms of
2: letting people go.
1: But anyways, yeah, right. yeah, stunt on him, all right? <laughs> but anyway, the end of the quote is like it's very complex, and I also I think it's been so successful because of how complex it is as well. So like, yes, it's complicated, <laughs> but also be like maybe it's he's not entirely like bashing the thing, but then also I look back and not to speak ill of the dead. But, uh, I mean, wait, I guess which means is live, but um, he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, christian for now yeah, right uh christian pulisic played very very well under bruce arena who kind of famously is like tactics are for you know people who don't understand the game blah 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 but um, by the same token i think probably it was a much simpler thing get the ball to christian in space and he can create so i don't know
0: well, i mean i think I, that the, the complexity leading to success is a valid point But I think that that goes back to things that we've been saying for months, is that the complexity leads to success on the defensive and the holding front and less so on the offensive end. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but even a complex defensive system is a little bit easier to run than a complex offensive system because you don't have to worry about retaining possession of the ball. You just have to worry about switching into the right, you know, moving into space and switching to the right guys and making sure you're marking the ball and the open man and everything, which is a lot easier than, you know, you, we need to start this in the middle. We need to head it up to the left. And then we want the left to cut into the middle while we have the left wing back cut in behind. Like that's a lot more complicated, off ball movement, stuff like that.
2: So the way that I'm going to put it is that, in order for an offensive movement, a complicated offensive movement in the other football to go well, 11 people need to be right. In order for a complicated defense to work in D in, in the other football, 11 people need to be close. And in soccer, I, I, it looks like the same thing where it's like, people can't really break down America. Um, Mexico can't Panama can't Canada. Couldn't. Um, so Clearly the defense works and clearly Burhalter's defense works. We don't have issues with the defense. And if you ask me generally, would I rather have a shutdown defense or a shutdown off or a, like a killer offense? I'd rather a shutdown defense because defense travels and you can drill defense to the point where it is what it is. You can't break it down. Um, but there's something to be said for it. Let's have a complicated and kick-ass defense and on offense, let's just let number 10 go.
0: Um, yeah, that's the other part of that is that not, not necessarily like you can have a complicated defensive structure and not have to then mirror that on the other side of the ball. There's no reason that you need to have complicated defensive mechanisms and not just like open up and have free flowing play on the other side. I,
1: and I, I don't have a good enough eye to say this or not to, but perhaps why the defense is better is maybe it is simpler. Maybe the attack is this complex, intricate, fuego de posición thing, and, you know, the, the defense is mark that guy. Don't let him score. I don't that know. i oversimplifying, be... obviously. But...
0: That would be really funny. <laughs> 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 if we, if we see, like, continued success, and at no point is Ber- Berhalter like, huh, maybe I should simplify the other
1: end. Well, and I, mean, I get it. Like, the aspirational goal here is – you know, Burhalter is constantly referring to Manchester City and all this, you know, Pep Guardiola stuff. And that's great. I would love for that to be my team. Yeah, but well, you except get, on Sunday. Uh, you get that <laughs> You get that rotating group of players once every other, you know, once a month, maybe, you know, it's not even the same group all the time. I'm just right. going
2: to point something out here. Um, Pep Guardiola is is one of, if not arguably the greatest coach of all time. Um, like he's, he's up there with that list in his time. He has had the following players, Lionel Messi, Lionel Messi, Kevin De Bruyne, Lionel fucking Messi. Okay. It's easy to look like a genius tactically when you can, when your entire system can be boiled down to, oh yeah, we put Lionel Messi at the nine. And then we had him make people scared by his existence. We don't have that dude. If we had that dude, I'm willing to bet we would score goals. We don't have that dude. Christian Pulisic is what? Uh, Poor man's Eden Hazard?
0: We good with that? Well, Chelsea. uh, Well, actually, we should say uh, the Chelsea Eden Hazard because uh, nobody wants a poor man's Real Eden Hazard because that's just a, that's just a poor Eden Hazard.
2: I was I, I, I was I was figuring Real Madrid. Um, Eden Hazard is just a rich man's Torgen Hazard. Wow. Yeah. Right. Uh,
1: Although Christian seems to be going rounding back into form, that could be very helpful. It would be cool if he was in, in, in a good
2: in a good place because that brings us to the bad news of the week. Uh,
0: well, I was which- gonna say it. I, I don't like the, how much uh like Christian's headspace is controlled by Thomas Tuchel.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like w- our entire soccer future hinges on the whims of a German guy living in London right now. Like, I gotta that's not-
1: you, I'm just I'm just like <laughs> cracking up and feeling bad for so poor Lukaku, like. Chelsea oh doesn't want God. him. Chelsea wants him. Chelsea doesn't want him. Chelsea wants him. I need him to get sold again, and then Chelsea get a new manager and bring him back. He. I really. Want, I need this to. That
0: continue would be amazing. Well.
2: I, I I I feel bad for Romelu Lukaku because I think that he really thought he really thought that it was like we are they are going to change their system to be a little oh more counter attacking, a little more direct because they have the Romelu Lukaku. And,
1: and Thomas Tuchel was like, with like a real nine.
2: Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and he forgot that like Thomas Tuchel took Timo Werner, who like people, like he's a punchline at this point, but he scored a lot of freaking goals. He was in really
1: good at Leipzig. He was he really scored good. A
2: lot of goals. And Thomas Tuchel looked at him and was like, nah, <laughs> nah. Like I, I think Thomas Tuchel could have like, pick your nine. And Thomas Tuchel would be, Thomas Tuchel would take Kylian Mbappe and be like, Man, you're an awesome right winger. <laughs> uh, but we're going to put Kai up top and 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 run off him. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask questions. I mean, they have
1: so much talent. They can just throw any three or four of them out there and something good will probably happen. But there's so many teams that got to be looking at Chelsea's bench and being like, you've got to be kidding me.
0: Yeah, it's uh, almost like having Russian oligarch money is like good for play, for player acquisitions.
2: Yes, that or, is what... Or territorial Russian... acquisition. Russian oligarchs, uh, having a night. Nope. Having a
0: night. Nope. You
2: no, know he's not having a night. You.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
0: Don't know why it cut there, but glad that we have some sponsors. (laughs) The the mothership is paying attention and they're making edits.
1: Did I get my money out
0: of banks? I don't
2: know. uh i yeah don't worry about it uh anyways um speaking of things that we're not really going to talk about uh the u.s women's national team uh very loudly uh, yeah. settled part of their legal case uh does anybody have any takes on this nope cool Glad it's
1: over. Pass.
2: great great let's move on um so uh let's let's talk about the the bad thing and then we'll talk about the fun thing
0: um so West- said, do you want to keep talking about things that we shouldn't be talking about
2: Weston McKinney!
1: <laughs> Great.
2: Uh, so, yeah, so obviously, uh, most of the people who are listening to he this. He does have a pigeon
1: perched on his resting leg or a seagull or something. Oh, uh, uh, see this? He tweeted out an Instagram picture of himself with like a filter of like a seagull oh. perched on his cast. Uh, uh,
2: oh. he's, he's a weird Whoa. bird. <laughs> yeah, he uh, uh, but he, uh, so he appears to have broken his uh, multiple bones in his foot um the the original uh report was from uh fab and it was that it was ruptured certain bones which like sounded very scary to me because you don't rupture bones
1: it reminded yeah, that me that sounds like an achilles or something yeah like I, yeah. I don't know
2: if you guys remember uh cool runnings um like in yeah, in bobsled you don't your your bones don't break they shatter they shatter yeah
1: yeah
0: uh, uh so that, I think that was mostly Fabrizio's English as a second language kind of thing yeah i don't like I don't think you can rupture if you can rupture a bone, that's a whole new level of pain that I really don't ever want to be introduced to
2: no um and, and skiing right
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah good luck kevin if you, while you listen to, if you listen to this while you're on the hills, good luck and also watch <laughs> out for that tree
2: um i I don't know where he's skiing, I assume there's trees uh
0: but yes generally it's done outside thank you george of the jungle
2: i've never been skiing i live in warm weather climates i hope it's cold where you are um it is (laughs) okay uh it's actually fairly cold where i am too it's a desert climate it's not that important um so weston is down for the next window he's down probably for the rest of the year for juventus um unless something wild happens for them um and that sucks because he is has been our best player this year
0: um very informed
2: yeah both both for the team and and for and for his club um he is probably like like we've we've talked a lot about how like tyler adams is the most irreplaceable player weston mckinney is the most oh fuck player because he goes out and and like very quickly the depth chart gets like oh uh,
0: right yeah i enjoy that we get to keep this covering that there's actually another oh fuck player on this roster because at first it was Tyler Adams going down and we're like oh fuck we're like, it's oh no like we actually we're really we cover yeah. yeah and then Christian goes down and you're like oh fuck and then Gio goes down and you're like oh fuck honestly the and only Miley West goes down is like
1: I would say the only place where he can lose a player and be okay is wing and goalkeeper. I would say nine. I think that we can lose About a player it. at the nine I think we can lose well, a player at the nine that's because be they okay. all suck
0: that's addition by subtraction.
1: That's, That's like, who like who cares? cares whatever. Throw one in there.
0: <laughs> um, That's how we accidentally under like discovered that John Brooks is a killer nine. Hey, uh, God, shit, are <laughs> we're, we're
2: we're gonna get to John a situation Perry. like like we're, we're we're gonna go down the list and it's like uh, I, uh Brian White. Brian White's the guy. Damn,
0: <laughs> who could have seen Ethan, that? Coming? Ethan's Horvath are just like. Wandering around aimlessly in the top third of the field. With the starting now, yeah, he is. Yes, I again. saw
2: that. Yeah, uh, America scored again. Five nil. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just updating our, our listeners who who already know the score. We are finding this out in real time. Um, so we have a brace of a brace. Uh yeah, cool, nice. Um, so we also so so with McKenny going down. Um, I put this forth in the group chat. Um, I think that you do not start Tyler Adams against Mexico because if Tyler Adams gets a yellow card against Mexico, which uh, happens in U.S.-Mexico games. Uh,
0: and Tyler Adams-Mexico game specifically.
2: It happens. Uh, and if he gets a yellow card, we lose him for Panama. And Panama, we can lose against Mexico and lose against Costa Rica. And we beat Panama. We, we are going to have a shot at the World Cup. We lose to Panama, there is no yeah. universe in which I feel good about our qualification. Um, yeah. So I think that against Mexico, uh, Kevin suggested a five five zero. 5 um, 0 I think a five three two 2 might not be the worst idea. 5-2-3, um, if you want to call it that, Five four one in reality.
1: Asa, your options yeah. at this point are the three four three, but he quite occasionally and a four three three, pick one. Three four three, let's go. <laughs> That's what Greg does. I don't think he's changing it at this point in the, the game.
2: It's like it's like we we complained so much. Not on this podcast because this podcast didn't exist at the time. But like amongst the like our community, we complained so much about Klinsman just picking formations out of a hat. But like yeah. it might not be the worst time to pick one out of a hat.
1: I mean, Remember theoretically, that three four that three four three could turn into a five two three or something. I'm 5-2-3-2. just saying, yeah, um,
2: that that the three four three can very quickly become a five four one if you're if you're defensive enough. Yeah. Um, but that involves not <laughs> starting Christian or starting Christian as a striker, uh, because well. although he had a killer defensive play in that champions league game just he before he was efforting
1: out. in that game he was, he, he was yeah yeah he was good like he's he he's good. very
2: rarely um like been the american like i think like part of him is self-conscious about not being a tryhard um but he was he was like americaning the shit out of that like he was trying hard well
1: honestly that three four three that front three is not a winger position those are two attacking mids yeah so you could run you could run aronson and christian in those two spots but do you really want to take Weya out and then you count on the width, you count on your wing backs for the
2: width. i uh, know i i i wouldn't mind putting Weya up top and just having those three like just interchange constantly like just being amoeba of a front um because all of them all of them have at times played as what i would consider the central player in a front three because Aaronson I mean, plays it as as an attacking mid in a uh, four four two.
1: If I was going to make an like a winger depth chart at this point, like based on like if you take names out of it, Wea is probably one.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think I think Wea is is. And but see, like I think putting Wea, Aaronson, Pulisic up top is against a Mexico defense. And I, again, I, I would do it against Mexico and nobody else because um, you're going to lose anyway. So try it. I think that those, seriously, I like, I I think you have two options against, against Mexico. I think like, let's get weird or let's just, just run to hell and hope we get something on,
1: on a counter. Or, I mean, we beat them for years by like just absorbing pressure and countering. And then at the end of the match, they would complain about it and sound very much like Greg Berhalter.
2: And like, I'm okay with that. Like, I think we should just be like, you know what? You want 72% of the ball? Have it.
1: Have it. Well, like those Canada quotes were cracking me up because like that was Mexico. Every time we played and beat them, like we played better soccer, we created like you lost, man.
2: <laughs> you lost though. It's a game to score goals. And you didn't score as many. Um, I would be cool with that. Like if, if we wanted to play counterball with Ariola and Morris and Zardes, um, I'd be cool with it. And also like, I think that what Canada did to us um, in uh, Nashville where they didn't start with their best lineup and they said, and they like, and it was very clear that it was like, a, if we get to about the 65th minute and it's a game, like, screw it, we'll go for it. Um, yeah, I would be cool with that. Like if we're, if we're, if we go out there with Morris, Ariola, Zardes, uh, you know, and in the middle you have Acosta, Busio, and um, I don't know, whoever rolled
1: on. Um, Does Brooks get called in for the next window? He has to.
0: Who yeah, is the fourth center back? I don't think there's any way he's not. Like, who's the even, fourth center even, back? E, well, even without that question, I, like, these guys don't live in vacuums. The, he has to have, Greg has to have seen the backlash and the, the discourse and all of this other stuff. And then, like, Wolfsburg is now just, like, throwing out PR pieces for, like, on behalf of John Brooks. Like, it's oh, like yeah, not a Finley deal.
2: Yeah, those those a Finley Beal. <laughs> Um, yeah. And also Brooks has been playing well, like as a separate point. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that there's a universe in which you can not bring him in unless like, unless he's really just like spent his time in camp kicking Berhalter's dog.
1: Which well, and I, if you just want to say, look, he's not a style fit for how we want to play defense. I still wouldn't love it, but I would at least say like, Oh, you're being honest. Like, don't give me the, he's not informed Stuff, or even you know what, just tell you know, we had a personal problem. You know, he's I don't know. Like, I always have a lot of time for people who are honest. I have very like, remember in Dominic and Sue when he would like do something heinous, he like stomp on a guy's crotch, and be like, oh yeah, it was an accident. Like, I would have just been like dude, I lost my temper. I should have done that. And I'd be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, don't, well, don't give me that. In
0: retrospect, had he just said, fuck Aaron Rodgers," like people would have hated him for like 10 right. years, but then all of a sudden he's a fucking hero. Over right. the time it get gets stomped on Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> he's nuts.
2: Hero. <laughs> um. And Whoa. yeah, I mean, we, that's, that's right. So, and, and, and that's the point about Brooks. Like if you want to say he doesn't fit the style, fine. Um, you're going to need him against Panama. You are going to need him against Panama because there is not Honestly, another
1: guy. If we, if we can't beat Panama minus whoever is injured, then we don't deserve to If you can't beat Panama at home to go to the World Cup, even if you're... I don't care if you're missing your five best players. Just stay yeah. home. Let's all don't. say it together.
2: Let's all say it together. One, two, three. If you can't beat Trinidad and Tobago, <laughs> you don't... Dis- I, we've been here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was gonna say this sounds eerily like twenty seventeen. <laughs> but I don't think
1: anybody believed it was a possibility
0: then. Like, we it all just believe it.
1: happened.
0: Well yeah. yeah, okay, fair. Like <laughs> I I just I didn't remember thinking I don't need to watch this it's Trinidad and Tobago. And then like I, two hours later, fuck I, I remember watching
2: okay. that game and being
0: very, very, very upset. Um because I like I I, I, think I watched that game texted me and I was like, that's very funny. Oh, God, no. Yeah, that, that
1: is basically the... Uh, Are
0: you back with us? Oh, yeah. he's back.
1: Yeah, I'm back. You, know, Asa, you look a little like Justin Verlander. i never thought that before. Thank you. What?
2: <laughs> Shout out Kate Upton. Wait, I'm married. I love you. <laughs> I love you, wife. Please, please don't get mad at me. Um... Uh, so as Justin Verlander, uh, I, I now I'm going to pitch you with another idea. I, you know what? That's not great. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, we promised. Um, so I, I think that that's sort of, obviously we're going to, we're going to preview the window when it comes. We, we have a lot of, of stuff to, to talk about uh, when that window comes, obviously there's a, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of good that's happened in the, in the national team and, and with some players, um, I think Jordan PFOC needs to be brought in. I've been saying this for a very long time. He continues to not be, whatever. Uh, Josh Sargent uh, played against Liverpool since the last time we saw him. It,
1: All right. Didn't know you well. can bring three strikers next window. You can bring three strikers next window, Asa. Who do you bring?
2: I bring Pepe, I bring PFOC, and I bring Hoppy. And I'm going to tell you why Hoppy. It's not because he is, yeah, because he, he needs to be there for Mexico because we don't have any fighters left. Reina, Reina's not there. McKenney's not there, and McKenney just has a very grabbable throat. And um, Hoppy needs to be there.
1: Asa, your opinions are terrible, and you should feel terrible.
2: I'm sorry. Jesus Ferreira should be the third one. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Zoidberg.
1: <laughs> Ferrera, PFOX Sergeant.
2: Um, I'm I'm cool with that. I th- I think that uh I I, I want PFOX. W-
0: Who's the third? Sergeant. Sergeant, okay. I heard legend for some reason. I was like, oh, we're calling Clint Dempsey up, huh? <laughs> I would be
1: okay with that. Yeah.
0: I mean,
2: if, if you if you told me Clint Dempsey was the third striker and, and he was going to get like Carly Lloyd 38-year-old minutes where it's like you've got 10 minutes to go score yes. in,
0: in yeah, a goal. Yeah, I'm in. 100%. Yeah.
2: 100%. Because that's like worth, That's worth the roster slot. Yep. Because, like, look, if you if you told me – if you, if you're trying to tell me that Clint Dempsey can go 90, I would say no, no chance. But if you're telling me he can't go ten,
0: or if you put like incentives on it, like Clint, you got a hundred grand if you can pot one in ten minutes.
2: You don't even He's need to do hundred grand. He
1: could give it ten minutes. Call yeah. it out,
2: and 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 you don't even need to give him money. You just be like, hey, Clint, if you go score a goal, nobody will ask you to do jack shit for six months. Go play. Go fish. We will not ask you for anything. You don't need to pretend to care about the Nations League. There will not be a a, a tournament. You don't need to care. You can go fish, and we will see you in the fall.
0: Clint, if you go and score a goal within the next 10 minutes, we as the soccer industrial journalism mechanism will uh, all agree that you were better than Landon Donovan fuck that guy, I got this.
1: I feel like that's already happened just because every kind of secretly dislikes Landon Donovan at this point. It's or the Barry Bonds.
0: It's the Barry Bonds
2: thing. Um, Barry Bonds yeah. is the best player of our generation, but all of us agreed that we're going to say it's Ken Griffey Jr. because Barry Bonds was a chotch. <laughs> like, we've, we've all, like, decided Ken Griffey Jr. was better, and he wasn't. At no point was Ken Griffey Jr. better than Barry Bonds.
1: I still watch Jim Leland dressing down Barry Bonds, like, once every year or two, just for the heck of it. Sure,
2: like, think about how miserable of a person you need to be for Jeff Kent to be the good guy in a feud.
0: <laughs> I forgot
2: about Jeff Kent. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jeff Kent. Jeff Kent had uh, was was uh, Jeff Kent had a nickname that was the first time that I heard a, a, a certain swear word. <laughs>
0: yep. Uh oh. Also, if you really want to see how wild Barry Bonds is, go look at the go watch the Dorktown videos on Barry Bonds. There's a There's a, uh, I think it was the 2003 season where if he had gotten, if he, every single uh, hit, if he hadn't gotten a single hit all year, he still would have had like a 400 on base percentage. Yeah. It's,
2: it's called um, Barry lost his bat. And it's just, if the pitcher didn't know that Barry Bonds didn't have a baseball bat, what would Barry Bonds season look like? And he still would have been the best player in baseball by about
1: two OPS, like 0.02 OPS. I mean, baseball is the worst and I can't stand watching it anymore, but the collection of like unathletic guys and mullets and chewing and mustaches is pretty good.
2: Uh, I love baseball, but I don't talk about it because I, um, I can't be, I, I have very bad opinions about baseball that mostly revolve around the fact that if you don't want to get pimped, don't give up a home run.
0: That's not a bad opinion. That's a oh, phenomenal no, opinion. No. You should okay. p- literally, you should pimp everything. Our standing offer for all college baseball players still stands. Yep. Uh, what was it, 50 bucks if you pimp a walk? If you pimp a walk, we will give you $50. Yeah,
1: and then MLB I mean- will like give you a copyright strike for posting it.
0: Yeah, we can find some sort of NIL thing or something here.
2: Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, uh, another thing happened this week in, in football, like actual football, um, and there was a draft. There's the United States Football League draft. Now, you might be used to like normal drafts, like the NBA draft or the NBA, NFL draft, where they tell you months in advance, and there's, you know, who could potentially be, be picked or when it's happening or who's in charge.
0: No, <laughs> we're
2: going to announce it the morning of, we're not going to tell you who's eligible and you're going to find out on the fly. So, uh congratulations to Shay Patterson. Uh he went 1-1 to the uh to the Michigan Panthers. Uh great, cool. Um
1: what? <laughs> Jeff Fisher then, is alive. Another one of these guys. Oh guy my God,
0: no, we, we've known about that one for weeks because we've been passing around pictures because they did promotional shoots with him and he's the only one that looks like he took it seriously. There's like, <laughs> this is a visual medium, but there's a bunch of them where he's got like his arms crossed and he's like looking at the camera and there's literally, I think it's Mike Riley who there's one of him just standing there like this. <laughs> <laughs> like hands in his pockets, just staring at the camera. I'm like, do, do I did not IRS? understand the concept.
2: Um, so, so a, a bunch of Michigan and Michigan state players got drafted. That's cool. Um, the Michigan Panthers have some players who you might know, um, Shea Patterson, as I mentioned, uh, let's Why say, would somebody
1: want him? He like golfed when he was on the Michigan team. I'm sure he's going to play less golf for the USFL.
0: I mean, this is the third league currently in the U S um, and, in terms of like hierarchy and Wait, also what's in between XFL, baby. XFL doesn't XFL exist anymore. still. No. Yeah. The Rock bought it on like for like dollar times on a dollar and he's bringing it back in 2023. Awesome. But the and the XFL actually has uh, that's another story that came out this week. Oh, right. They have a uh, agreement with the NFL. They're not a developmental league, but they're a place where the NFL is now going to like experiment with like rules changes and like replay differentials and like all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, you're not a De- dev-, dev developmental team. We're just gonna experiment a bunch while developing these guys.
2: It's basically what the G League does. Um and also as for why anybody would want Shea Patterson, uh the Panthers did hedge a bit by um picking a former um first round NFL draft pick in Paxton Lynch. So a little bit of a hedge there. Um some other players who the who you might know uh for, for the Panthers, and by you might know, I mean I knew, um, let's see, uh, Adwele Adoye, he was a defensive end for, I want to say Utah State. He was pretty good.
0: Yep. Yeah. He was there when, uh, Michigan State played him. Yep. Uh, he, he,
2: he played very well. Let's see. Uh, Lenoir, 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 Lenoyer. He was on the Lions for a couple of preseason games. He played well and then got cut uh let's see jeff bidette bidet bidette i don't want to say it's name. last name is bidet if it's bidet that's not great played in oklahoma he so was, was kenny
1: pickett gonna go straight to the usfl or is he gonna stop off he's gonna wait NFL a year for a little while? yeah he'll wait a year uh
0: okay. honestly if any of if any of the quarterbacks from this draft class are gonna do it i kind of feel like it's kenny pickett
1: oh
2: yeah dude's gonna rock a mullet and be a usfl legend
0: um, <laughs> yeah, just seems so much like what he wants to do as a person.
2: Yeah. Uh, I've been trying to avoid, uh, geopolitical jokes today, but this one is staring me in the face. Taiwan, nickname, Chinese Taipei Jones, also drafted by the, uh, the Michigan Panthers. He used to play for Michigan state. He was on the jets. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Stevie Scott, the third, he was, uh, he was that Indiana running back who dropped 150 yards on your team and, in a loss. Your team won, but Stevie Scott had a ton of yards.
1: Um, yep. Red, so, Reggie, this is entirely irrelevant to this, but how did you end up with Michigan State, Jannis? Uh, you went to Michigan and Michigan State. Like, what connected with you better about Michigan
0: State? Uh, I grew Explain up, yourself.
2: I grew up a Michigan State fan in a very oh. pro-Michigan okay. family. Um, like my my like immediate family were Michigan State fans. My my family went to Michigan State. All of my uncles and aunts were Michigan fans, and I was a football fan before I was a basketball fan and being a Michigan state football fan in the late nineties, early two thousands uh as a Michigan state fan amongst Michigan fans was like enough to
0: harden you. Yeah, you're I mean, also, I mean, you're, you're naturally a contrarian. So like, if everybody tells you to do this one thing, no, I'm you're going to do the other thing. No, yeah, I'm not. Exactly. Thanks. <laughs> yep.
2: Thanks. There's the gag. Uh, I mean, he got you know, it. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, so there there are a ton of players in this league who you'll remember. It's basically a league devoted to, Hey, remember that guy? Um, Right.
1: It's like the Turkish division of soccer. Yeah.
0: But again, it's like a level removed of remembering that guy. It's like remembering to remember the guy. And like, like you have guys like Reggie Corbin, um, or like Victor Bolden.
2: Victor Bolden is my prime example because if you, yeah. yeah, if you stayed up watching college football, um, in like 2018, you saw a ton of Victor Bolden because he played for Oregon state. Um, and he was good. He was really good. Him and his, I, I want to say he had a brother named Ray Bolden. Um, and they were like really good and they always lost. And they were like five foot seven. Um, and like you, like you remember that guy, but he was never going to do anything in the NFL, but in the USFL, it's like, eh, what? why not? He was, he was good at football once. Maybe he can be good at football again. Um, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if any of this is going to work. I'm, I'm pretty upset by the fact that there's not a triple option coach um, because I want to see the triple option at the professional level for the first time since Lou Holtz. Um, it didn't work back then, but nope, I think I a little bit, I think it could work today. Um, I think, I think you get the right quarterback back there. I think we can make
0: it happen. Um, Arrested development gif.
2: <laughs> it doesn't work for anybody else, but.
0: I Maybe it will work for us.
1: <laughs> I used to watch Georgia Tech on purpose, just because.
2: Because yeah, it's man, the best. Great. Yeah. Like, it's it's. I believe, uh, and and this might like sort of make sense because I think that triple option football is the same thing. It like appeals to the same people that soccer appeals to in America, which is like this is sort of nerdy and intricate, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: uh, and that's why, and like. I feel like the way that we're transitioning soccer into like the mainstream is basically the spread option. Oh gosh. We're all Urban Meyer.
0: No. I'm okay with no.
2: Special thank you to our uh I guess
0: guests. Well, I can't say that, but
2: <laughs> Special thank you to our guest, Ben. You can find him at halfspaces.com. He is uh, entertaining you and, and enlightening you about soccer, even if some former people uh, are idiots and don't get it. You can find him on Twitter at Uh He's uh tweeting out stuff. Um, you can find, for all of your worst takes, please uh, check out my co-host at Mr. Rising 89 uh, I am can be found at diamonds Esquire, but I don't really tweet there or respond to things there. So just uh, add us at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. I'm usually responding to that. If I'm not responding to that, it's somebody else. I'm really trying to get other people to tweet from the account. So that's not just constantly every Friday night. Every Friday night. I tell people, Hey, you shall tweet on Saturday and they never do. I'm trying. And every Saturday
0: morning, I ignore him.
2: It's wonderful. (laughs) Um, so, uh, but anyways, tweet at us. We usually respond. Um, Special thank you to our sponsors, whoever uh, Blue Wire decided to put in. I really hope it's O'Reilly Auto Parts. They have the best jingle. Oh, 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 right. They are not paying me for this. Uh, but you, uh, Smith Workforce, yet. yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Smith Workforce Management Group, our art forever sponsor. We love you. Um, check them out at smithworkforce.com, whatever. Uh, <laughs> please make sure to uh, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, uh, tell your uh, wine mixer buddies. Um, we appreciate it. Tell
0: Cheyenne O'Grady, tight end for the, I don't even know who this is, uh, Tampa Bay Bandits. Go Bandits. Uh, and, uh, special thank you to
2: our listeners. We obviously couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much. And we'll see you next time.
0: Podcast Network.